Now, earlier this week, Britain's award for Hatchet Job of the Year was announced. It's given to the writer of the nastiest, funniest, most trenchant book review of the past 12 months. Those Brits do like their blood sports. Here's the world's Alex Galifant. This year's winner is Camilla Long of London's Sunday Times. She wrote a review of a divorce memoir called Aftermath. Long said this kind of thing about it. We have acres of poetic whimsy and vague literary blah, a needy neurotic mandolin solo of reflections on child sacrifice and asides about drains. Cruel stuff, not only to the author, but also to mandolins, quite like mandolins. Also, let's not forget, this was a book about a divorce. Pile on the pain, why don't you? I'm thrilled. I'm very, very pleased and honoured. This is the critic who wielded the champion hatchet, Camilla Long. And um, I think it's uh, it's a great award, and I think the uh, the yes, yes, the uh, spirit in which it's awarded is um, exactly the right thing for books and book reviews um, to encourage wild and thrilling and interesting and thoughtful criticism. Wild and thrilling, you say? That's true. We Brits do rather go in for all that. Of the eight book reviewers shortlisted for the Hatchet of the Year award, seven were of the British persuasion. Only one was American, Ron Charles of the Washington Post. Now, of course, you do get thrillingly mean reviews here, but in general, perhaps you're simply nicer people, less inclined to dish out the brutal truth. Or perhaps, unlike British critics such as Camilla Long, you don't want the review itself to be the thing that people focus on. What you underestimate is the effort it takes to be rude about something. It's much, much easier to be sort of nice and talk about kittens and say how wonderful something is. You can do that very easily. But it actually takes... I'd love to know exactly how, how, how much more calories you burn writing an angry review rather than a... Than a, a whole book? The defence is that angry takedowns are in the service of readers, and oftentimes they are funny. Another book review in the running this year talked of pages that one could shuffle and read in any order. But that kind of thing doesn't seem okay here in the States. You know, I'm a writer. I've written two books in America. I don't think I would ever have published two books in England. Luke Dempsey is deputy editor of Bookish.com, a site that connects readers with books and authors. And he sees a generosity of spirit in America's book world, a readiness to want the best for authors, a recognition that their intentions are generally honest, and that their efforts deserve to be treated fairly. But maybe British authors deserve the cruel takedowns. Literary writers in America, with some exceptions, tend to be pretty down-to-earth figures. A far cry from the writer-sage grotesques who tromp about the British cultural landscape with rarefied self-importance. Actually, this is fun. I just think people understand that maybe writers aren't, you know, a, a subsection of the gods. They may just be people who are really handy with a line or have got great stories to tell or are entertainers. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Whereas I think if you went to the top literary figures in England and said, you're a fantastic entertainer, it's like saying that they smell like elderberry. I mean, it's not something you could ever say without getting punched. Maybe a good public humiliation performs another service. It might dissuade a writer from writing some awful book that ought never to be written and now won't be. But that kind of cynicism doesn't come easily to you Americans. And for that, I'm grateful. For the world, I'm Alex Galifant. Well, that wasn't very good, was it? I thought the language was dull and the arguments weak. And he sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Galifant wouldn't know the difference between a good review and a bad review if he had a subscription to the London Review of Reviews. My dog has done better.
Hi, my dog. Wow, those Brits are mean. This is PRI, Public Radio International.